Hey Cheap Astronomers, sorry some dodgy audio with this one. Next week, new microphone. Hi, this is Steve Nerlick, and this is Steve's PhD, episode 16, One Step Forward, Two Steps Back. If you've ever wondered why more people don't do PhDs, this episode might help. To recap, I'm two publications down and one pending, delayed until August for reasons unclear, and I've got to get to six to achieve thesis by publication. So, hopeful publication four is the one I've submitted to a big league journal and is the one I've been kind of nervous about. But it got some semi-favourable comments back in the first review round, which I promptly responded to, but then heard nothing back from them for three months. So I thought three months is long enough that a polite query to a big league journal isn't totally out of line. So, hi, I was just wondering if maybe you'd had a chance to look at my article... The one that you'd wanted revised and that I turned around pretty much straight away after you asked me to? Three months ago? And I get back this email that says, Oh, that's odd. It must have got caught up somewhere. We'll just get onto that straight away. So I'm thinking, What? You forgot? You're a big league journal with your Ooh, check out our impact factor. And you forgot? Of course, I didn't actually say that in the reply email, but... Anyway, about two weeks later, the long-awaited second-round review comments finally arrived. If you recall, the first-round comments had involved Reviewer 1, who seemed to quite like the paper and just suggested a few changes, and Reviewer 2, who didn't like it quite so much and suggested a few other changes. So I addressed these sometimes conflicting change requests as best I could in a minor revision and promptly returned it. But in the three months that had passed due to the journal's forgetful moment, Reviewer 1 had apparently departed the scene, so the second round comments that arrived back involved Reviewer 2 saying, Well, you didn't do everything that I asked for. And I got some brand new feedback from Reviewer 3, And oh, Reviewer 3 was clearly one of those people politely known as quite a piece of work. And clearly had no issue with the fact that this was actually the second round of reviewer comments. Basically, he or she was demanding a total rewrite. So I thought, well, no one's going to blame me if I pull out of this now. I could just send the whole thing off as it stands to some hack journal with less exacting standards and less reviewers and just get an easy run on the board. But of course, it's me. So I sighed and got on with the task of rewriting the darn thing from scratch. Meanwhile, hopeful publication 5, the book chapter I drafted, the one on Australian students studying in China, came back from its first review. Its reviewer one seemed to like it, thought it suited the book's theme, and made a few useful suggestions for improvement. Reviewer two... Oh, I mean, what is this? Good cop, bad cop? 
Basically, he or she was demanding a total rewrite. At this point, I realise that 2016 is just gone. If I manage to get back to writing Hopeful Publication 6 by January 2017, it'll be a small miracle. The idea that I might be submitting for a final thesis review in early 2017 is now looking fanciful. In fact, what I had to do first, and with some urgency, was the book chapter. These people want to publish a book, and if I don't make myself a part of it, they'll just go ahead and publish it anyway. Then I'm really f***ed. With a big league journal, timing doesn't really matter. They'll accept my article any time they want, and they'll knock it back any time they want, because they're a**ed. So I got on with rewriting the China book chapter from scratch, which I've actually just finished and sent back in order to meet their f***ing deadline. Managing that involved a few weeks of thinking through options, getting new references, drafting new themes and then locking myself in a room for two days and typing out a whole new chapter. While it's true that one reviewer thought it was okay, the other reviewer kind of nailed a few points home. I do have to admit it wasn't that great a first draft, and the message they were giving me was clearly fix this or I'm out of the book. So, is the second draft that I've submitted really that much better? F*** yeah. The first draft tried covering too many bases, partly because I didn't really know what they wanted. The review comments made it pretty clear what they did want and what they didn't want, so I just dumped everything they didn't want and expanded all the rest. And fortunately, I had a ton of extra material to expand on. This was more luck than strategy. You just can't fix everything in life by locking yourself in a room for two days. This all worked out because I collected a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't know if I'd need or not over the previous year or so. So really I succeeded because of steady effort and persistence, not because of a random two-day cram session. Regardless, I totally busted my b*** on this. So if they don't like version 2, well them. Seriously, though, they'd be nuts not to accept it, barring a few more minor revisions. It's exactly what they're after, because they explained what they're after in the review comments. I really am quite confident they're going to accept it now. So here I am feeling fairly confident that four of the six required publications are pretty much nailed down now, and the other two are at least scoped out. But now it's time to regroup and refine my strategy. I don't actually want to pursue redoing Hopeful Publication 4 for the Big League Journal right now. I'm thinking they have a policy not to reject any publication, but just to keep stringing the writer along with ongoing disparaging reviewer feedback that is intended to grind the bright-eyed enthusiasm out of any budding author. Or maybe I just don't play in their league. But in any case, f*** them. I need to remember I'm a PhD student. And hopeful Publication 6 is really my PhD bread and butter. If anyone asks me what the core research effort for my PhD was, I'll be referring them to hopeful Publication 6. And holy f***, 
I haven't even written it yet, because I've been stupidly distracted by chasing a big league journal, although I've also been smartly distracted by getting a chapter out about studying in China and a fairly prestigious monograph. Remembering that monograph is what academics call a book. So, now I'm back doing what I started doing around January 2016. Writing up my years in the making student survey results for hopeful publication 6. And you know what? I'm going to submit it to that big league journal, even if it's only to get some disparaging commentary out of them, to help me gauge what a less prestigious journal might be comfortable accepting from me. You see, folks, by far the most valuable resource in this whole crazy world is feedback. The person or persons who review my journal submissions might really be extreme right psychopathic nutcases out to stomp down every ounce of innovation and fresh thinking that they ever come across. But, statistically speaking, it is unlikely that every single employee and associate of every single major academic journal is an extreme right psychopathic nutcase. Most of the time, the feedback you get is probably worth listening to and learning from. So, while I'd like to think that pumping out six academic publications should just be a question of typing, there does come a time after several rounds of consistent negative reviewer feedback when I might have to acknowledge that it is just faintly possible that I may not actually be as good a writer as I thought I was. And while I'm not quite ready to concede that ground, I am acknowledging that I need to regroup and re-strategize And so maybe the ending to this whole PhD thing may not work out to be quite the way it would in the movies. But what really matters is that I do get to the end. And so, with all that said, I should probably get on with it. Steve Nellick, PhD Candidate.